When I was a child growing up in Southern Baptist churches, it was not unusual for us to learn stories about Adam and Eve or Noah and the ark or Samson because he had superhero-like strength or David and Goliath. One of the many Bible stories that was often taught to us as kids was this story of Joseph. And in my fundamentalist church, though, nobody seemed to mention that Adam and Eve were probably not real people or that the story had been used to justify patriarchy and misogyny for ages. Nobody mentioned that in the story of Noah, there was not only a story called Gilgamesh that preceded that story by over 2,000 years, but nobody mentioned that it just wasn't a story about a boat with two of every kind of animal. It glossed over the parts that mentioned that God committed genocide by killing all the people on earth. Nobody mentioned that Samson is an example that suffers greatly because of the evil and suffering that they have inflicted on others. And nobody seemed to have a problem with Samson's terroristic and vengeful suicide. In my Southern Baptist Sunday School class with felt board cutouts of David and Goliath, nobody mentioned that scholars have long believed that David and his close friend Jonathan may have been in a gay relationship. And it was glossed over, too, that the David and Goliath myth is on par with George Washington and the cherry tree in terms of national origin stories. And then there's Joseph. Joseph had a coat of many colors and could interpret dreams and seems to have forgiven his brothers for all the evil that they did to him. But, you know, nobody ever mentioned the fact that Joseph helped Pharaoh consolidate power in ways that led to the literal enslavement of all people in Egypt. Or that Joseph created a system of economic scarcity that ensured this consolidation of power and the subjugation of generations. The sermon series is called Rooted, the faith of our ancestors, their stories, and ours. Part of looking at the stories of our ancestors is looking at the whole story. If we're going to wrestle with and learn from those stories, we have to be truthful in our reading of them and not gloss over the unsavory parts. The easy reading of Joseph is that he is the hero of the story that saved his family and offered forgiveness to his brothers who once sold him into slavery. We can even observe parallels between Joseph saving his people as a kind of messianic figure who is presumed dead and now suddenly has a glorious new life after facing terrible hardship. Jacob, Joseph's father, presumed him to be dead for over 20 years and from Jacob's perspective, the story is a glorious one of resurrection. We can also look at Joseph's story is a parallel to the New Testament Joseph, who also had dreams that were said to be from God and who, according to Matthew's gospel, led his own family to Egypt in order to save them. But those are simple and morally uncomplicated readings that have a nice bow on top, that don't require us to do much work or reflection. The real story as is usual with our ancestors, is far more complicated. 
You see, Joseph was born into a cycle of violence and sibling rivalry that began with Cain and Abel and continued with Abraham's own sons, Jacob and Esau. His own brothers, of course, effectively sold Joseph off into Egyptian slavery. And in the story, instead of breaking the cycle, we learn in Genesis 47 that not only did Joseph hoard the grain and create market scarcity in order to consolidate political power, he then used the power of holding the grain to drain all Egyptian households of their money, of their livestock, of their land, and of their freedom in exchange for grain. Joseph used his dreaming powers and divination to make a name for himself and potentially was seen even as a high priest in Egypt. You know, the only group that was insulated from becoming slaves to Pharaoh was the priestly class. And Joseph, according to both ancient Jewish and Egyptian extra-biblical texts, was worshipped by Egyptians as a god of the Nile for his provision during the famine. This seems to indicate that Joseph may have even thought of himself as a godlike figure, both literally and figuratively. When we step back, it seems that Joseph did not break his toxic family cycles as much as he leaned into and amplified them. And the results are catastrophic for the future, not only of his own people, but of all people in Egypt, with the exception of the super wealthy and elite political and religious classes, which Joseph himself helped to create. If we're honest, most of our faith ancestors have a past that's far more complicated than we were perhaps led to believe as children. The only way to truly break the toxic cycles that might exist in our family systems or in systems in our society is to tell the truth about them and to not valorize complex and complicated figures in our past. So here's a question for today in your home groups. What uncomfortable truths regarding your own family system or the faith of your ancestors need to be told? Amen.